Welcome to FitChicks Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for our upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert Certification Program and download the brochure today at www.fitchicksacademy.com forward slash F&E brochure to learn more. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. But I'm too old to become a fitness professional. There are so many people in the fitness industry, like my neighbors are all trainers. How do I stand out? But it really takes way too much money to start a fitness business, so there's no way that I could do it. Okay, guys, are these some of the things that are going through your head? Because these are the things that we are hearing from a lot of you when you're thinking about pursuing your dreams. So we want to talk about those today on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So my name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And we are your Get Unstuck founders of Fit Chicks (laughs) Academy, where we want you guys in today's podcast to get past these blocks that are holding you back from creating your dream life in the fitness and nutrition industry. Because like I said, these are things we're hearing all the time. And if we're hearing them from other people, you are probably feeling them too. Exactly. It's so sad that we hear this often and we hear this so many times. Like people are always sort of bringing these, these fears up and it's like, I'm so excited that we're talking about this today because breaking it down is just so simple. So let's do it. And that's where, what I love what you just said is fears. So we, you have, we all have these blocks that kind of come up, right? We all have these things in our life where we're suddenly like, as soon as we want to do something, and please, if you're listening to this and this sounds familiar, give me like a fist pump. (laughs) You suddenly see something that you want to do. So let's say you are like, oh my gosh, you know what? I think I really want to teach group fitness classes or I really want to become a personal trainer. So you get this. Yeah, because like maybe you're someone who's, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you, but like, because it usually comes from this space too of like, you know, you've been attending fitness classes and you're like, yeah, I can do this. You can see yourself doing this. You're like, I'm a really good motivator. People ask me for advice. People are always constantly asking me for like what kind of recipes I use or what I've been doing because they see my transformation or whatever. And like, you're like, yeah, I could totally do this. And then boom, this happens. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's true. You start to feel this excitement. You feel this total like, oh my gosh, yeah, maybe I could do that. And what happens as soon as that pops in your mind, this freight train comes along that hits you. And again, if you're, if this is you, give me a little fist pump, this freight train of all these reasons why you cannot do it start to bubble up. So it's like, what well, I was just saying at the beginning, I'm too old. I, I don't know if I'm going to make any money. I don't look the part. I don't this, 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 this. And it starts to suddenly you're like, actually, you know what? Maybe this is not for me. When in all reality, that's just your internal struggles that are coming up because your body cannot see the outcome. Okay. We can't see where we're going yet. And it's unknown. It's out of our comfort zone. So that brings up a lot of emotion. So we are going to talk about those today. 
So you can get through these mindset blocks because that's what they really are, guys. They're not, it's not reality. It's your own internal mindset blocks. And Amanda and I had to overcome these as well when we were first starting this industry. They come from lack. They come from fear. They come from self-doubt. But it is possible to move through them. Okay, so let's talk about three of them today, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that um, – many of you are relating to because I know this one is huge. So number one is that I am too old to work in the fitness and nutrition industry. Or I'm too old to start a new career path. Like it's just, it's past now. Exactly. <laughs> it's, so false. it's so false. It is like... I think other than feeling like you don't look the part and when we say you don't look the part and we've done other podcasts and videos about this, the whole idea of like, you know, I need to lose 20 pounds before I could become a fitness instructor or a coach or, you know, I haven't reached my goals yet. So I'll have to wait till I get there, which is so not the case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, I've got to prepare to then learn. And it's like, no, <laughs> this is the second fear that, Though I I think other than not looking the part, this is one of the top ones that women have. Mm -hmm. Because we have been drilled into us that, you know, we have to look a certain way or when you're younger, you're more open to opportunity. And when in all reality, it's actually totally backwards. And this is something that, you know, I see in myself now, you know, turning 40 and from all of our students who the majority of our students at Fitchicks Academy are anywhere from the ages of like 26 years old all the way up to 54, but the majority are within their forties, Yeah, which is like, hello guys, you don't have to be 25 to work in this industry. You don't have to be 25 to start a new career or to go after your dreams. Well, no, I think what happens too with a lot of women is that we spend majority of our lives focused on you know, doing all the things that we think we're supposed to do first, which is, you know, like Completely. go to school, like for post-secondary school, get a career, have a family, take care of the family, be the caretakers at home. And there's nothing wrong with that. So let me be clear. There's nothing wrong with following that path. But then all of a sudden we hit this age between like around like 40, 45, 50. I know like Shelly, one of our grads in the fitness and nutrition expert program at 51, she was like, all of a sudden feeling this empty nest syndrome. Her daughter was going off to university. She was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time that I literally can actually do something for myself. I've never done anything really for myself in years. I can't remember the last time. And that's why she took our program because she was like, you know what? I really have space now to start thinking about it from my own perspective and start doing something I want to do. But I loved it how she always said the first 50 was for everybody else. The second 50 is for me. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) She actually just messaged me this morning. But that's (laughs) just telling me about what she's doing now. It's so awesome. (laughs) And that's the beauty of getting older is that with age comes, you know, more life experience. And that's one thing that, you know, it's not saying that, just because you are older, you are, you are better or you're more ready or whatever, or you're more confident. That doesn't mean that, but you have gone through more life experience. So you've been through things. You have so much knowledge and life experience that you could share with other people. And we always tell our students too, like our struggles in life, we tend to like to kind of hide them. But when in all reality, those struggles or the things we've overcome are part of our story. And that's actually part of your superpower. It is. The things that you've overcome happen to you so you can help other people overcome that in their lives. Exactly. Which I find it so amazing. 
Exactly. And I think, you know, when you're younger, you're, you're maybe going through a lot of stuff, but you're still in it. Like you're in the thick of it. And when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to talk about those things. And we're not saying that because you're, if you're younger, you can't start a career path in this. That's not the case at all. We have many students like, you know, Jenny Como, who just, she, you know, she finished her undergrad at school. And then she was like, I'm going to, I don't like my decision at all. I want to do something completely different, but I don't want to go back to school for another four years. And so she just said, take our program. But like, there's, there's a lot of younger people that are taking this career path as well. But I think that the block of like, I'm too old. I'm just going to, you know, stay with the job that's unfulfilling. That's just making me kind of, you know, just wait for my retirement package to come in. It is like, it's happening so often that so many people are just like getting fed up with that though now. And I love that. And I think they're getting to this place where they're like, I'm not going to just sit around and wait and let my life pass by being miserable at this job or this career or whatever. I'm going to like take control of my life. I'm not too old to make this decision. I'm actually wise enough to make this decision now. And I'm going to go forward. with it. And you can feel it. Like that's the thing. And I find as I get older, it's like that voice before I used to be able to quiet it. And now it's so loud, you know, the things that I want to go after, the things that I know I'm meant to be doing with my life. It's like, I can't, even though when I'm like, that fear comes up. And this is one thing we're going to talk at the end of this video too, about a strategy that can really help you guys get into a mindset of possibility, positivity, and get this lack and fear out. Cause we all have it. This is the thing. We all have these emotions. It's not like anyone is just gifted with being more confident. Some people just know how to manage it in a different way. Like Kanye. Like Kanye. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit of narcissism though. I think too. <laughs> um, but like when, one thing that I like to do too is even thinking about looking at examples of other women who started their careers later in life. And again, in your forties, it's not even later in life, but like Tosca Reno. So we've had her on our, um, on our podcast. podcast just recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she was sharing actually in the podcast, she was sharing, it was all about her struggles and like how, you know, how difficult everything became and how she overcame them. And it's such a cool episode, but it's talking about exactly sort of what we're talking about now, which is like, the wisdom that comes and how she's now recreated sort of her career in a way because of the wisdom from the experiences that she's had. And she didn't even start in the fitness industry. She was overweight up until her mid forties. And that's when she started and then built a super successful career. Now she's into her sixties. And of course it's morphed and it's changed and it's grown into this beautiful um, health and wellness company. But it didn't start until she was in her mid forties. Melissa McCarthy. Let's talk about some actresses. Like she didn't even start in a movie. We all know Melissa McCarthy. I love her from like bridesmaids, life of the party. Hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> Did not start in a movie till 41. Do you know how many knows or how much like she had to go through before she even got to that point? Like, mm-hmm. Let's go even older, like Betty White. <laughs> she became like a household name. She She's like 93. She became a household a- name at 85. I mean, I'm going to age myself too. I remember her. I used to love the Golden Girls. But even back then, she was in her 60s. Like, the reality is, though, is that this block and this fear is something that is so important that we get over because as a woman, you have so much to give. And especially in the area of fitness and nutrition, I was recently talking to somebody at the CanFit Pro um, Awards when I got named top fitness professional in 2019, which I'm still in shock about. Um, And they were talking about how they're still so frustrated that in this industry, there's most gyms are owned by men. Most fitness classes are owned by men or fitness programs are owned by men. 
we need that female energy. We need women out there, and especially women who are at a place in their lives where they have more, not, I shouldn't say like emotional security, but like life wisdom, like I was saying, and the struggles you've been through that you can share with people who are behind you on their path and inspire them to make some awesome changes. Totally. And I, I just want to add to that. Like, I think, you know, if you're starting to, if you're using your age to dictate your decisions for your life, then you're not really truly living your life. Cause it's like, age is just a number. It has nothing to do. And I know that's so cliche to say, but it's so true. It's like, it has nothing to do with what you need to be doing or experiencing in your life. So your age should never be the thing that makes a decision for you. The only thing that should make a decision for you is I believe like your internal light, your heart, your head. Right. Like it's like, those are the things that you should be making decisions on, not based on like some number that really doesn't matter. No, your chronological, your chronological age and your internal age are two totally different things. Yeah. They're two totally different things. Chronological, of course. And you truly are never too old to start again. And that's the beautiful thing about life, right? Yeah. You can always wake up every day and choose a new path choose a new, choose a new project, choose a new outfit, choose anything, you know, like anything is a new fitness program, whatever it is. Start again, every single minute of every single day. So this is your time. So stop letting these blocks, especially with one so simple as I feel like I'm too old, (laughs) be holding you back from where you should be going. So let's talk about number two. So number two, the second uh, biggest block that we're seeing from people who are wanting to get certified in fitness and nutrition, but then this, this inner dialogue starts coming up is that they have this fear that there's so many other fitness programs out there that they're not going to be able to stand out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you hear this all the time and I'm going to tell you guys, yes, there are millions of trainers in this world but there are billions of people in this world and there are millions of people in this world that need help. And the thing is, is that the way that people don't stand out is by following the same path of every other person and being cookie cutter and doing the exact same thing. Like looking at the person who lives next door to them, who's doing a training program from their garage and saying, I'm going to do the same thing. That's when you start blending in. When you start doing something different, it doesn't necessarily have to be like the actual workout program. It has to be your voice. When you start showing authentically who you are and showing up in the world and sharing your message and your voice, nobody else can emulate that because it's you. As long as you're being authentic to that, then you can really truly stand out. And I think for a lot of you who are probably listening too, and this was something that, you know, we kind of struggle with, we're like, well, there's nothing really interesting about us, you know, (laughs) but that's the way that we're super boring. (laughs) But as as women too, we tend to worry about what everyone else is doing and taking care of everybody else that we're like, well, no one really is going to care what I'm doing or no one really cares about my story. Or I don't have a story that's so dramatic that it's going to really make that impact. So even in our programs, in the business section of our program, we talk a lot about trying to like how you can find that inner story and how to position that in a way that's going to be able to help you start to get your message across mm-hmm. because there are so many different types of fitness programs out there, right? Like, and I actually had this moment the other day too, where I was like, this is the reason why people think that they won't be able to stand out. It was, I was, I was lo- creating a, like a flyer kind of thing for, um, for something to do with Fitch Academy. And I was like, Oh, I need an image. So I'm like going online and I'm searching through like Pixabay and like where you get uh, stock photography. And when you type in fitness programs for women, 
literally every second image is a woman in a crop top. And I'm like, why is this still the first thing that comes up when I type in fitness for women? Why is it a, a woman with a six pack in a crop in a crop top? So like, this is the reason why you are conditioned to believe that you won't be able to stand out or you start to create marketing that looks like that. So suddenly your program just blends into everything else because it looks like every other program that doesn't resonate with anyone. So by finding who you are and your style, and that could be fitness for plus size women. It could be doing Zumba. It could be doing walking programs. It could be doing stretching programs, like whatever it is. It could be for senior citizens or kids. When you start to find families, yeah. yeah, When you start to find your niche and you find your voice within that niche, you are going to be able to stand out no problem. And then you don't have to worry about this idea of like competing with the crop tops stock images that really go nowhere. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's just it. It's like you either blend in or you stand out. And the only way to stand out is to actually have your own voice, your own message and your own clear identity. And you do that by just understanding what it is that you truly want to do. So don't just think, okay, well, I just want to help everybody. It's like, no, who do you really want to help? And when you understand that, you can then have a bit more clarity and then your voice, your message and everything else will stand out from that sort of vanilla world. <laughs> I'm like everybody else, right? Because that's kind of what happens. This cookie cutter box of what, yeah. what fitness and health should look like. I mean, if you listen to any of our other podcasts or any of our other um, videos, this is something we're huge on and we call it, well, body diversity, but we also call it health diversity because our goal diversity, because not everybody has the same goals Yeah. You know, when they get into fitness. Like not everybody is like, I want to do a bikini competition or, you know, like I want to have a six pack. Like some people are like, I want to just run around and play with my kids. I want to have a stronger core because, or pelvic floor because I still pee my pants when I'm doing jumpy jacks after giving birth to three kids. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a different goal and that's what's great about this industry is you can work in so many different ways. And if you don't know that yet, if you're just thinking, okay, I want to get certified, but I don't know yet exactly what I want to do. Don't worry. You'll figure it out during the program. You know what I mean? You'll figure it out during the certification and we'll, we help you start to draw that out. I remember Cheryl, um, I, I think I Adrian. always say her last yeah. name. Yeah. I always say her last name wrong. Um, she's one of our grads of the fitness oh, sorry, Gildry. And Gildry. Gildry, thank you. She's one of our grads of the fitness and nutrition expert program and she runs her own business now and she's doing amazing things. But she fits in both of those categories because she was like number one above uh, she was fifty when she took her program. Well, she was just, she just turning. She was just turning. Yeah. And she didn't allow it to stop her. But I love one of the other messages she sent. And it was in part of one of her testimonials of the program. And she said, you know, before I started this program, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to be in health and fitness. And she's like, but don't worry. You know, like when you are in this program, it'll give you so much clarity. You will figure it out and along the way. And I did too. And now she's running these programs. She calls them um, the bitch sessions. They're super hardcore workouts. And she has people like, I think they're just like cussing and swearing throughout the whole class, but that's her niche. Like that's her thing. And like, people love it. Her classes are sold out. She told us she made like, enough revenue in four months part-time to cover all our expenses for an entire year, which is like crazy. But that's the thing. It's like you figure it out. You have a clear message. That's her voice. She's like fierce, strong, motivated, and like likes to cuss. And those are the people that she attracts and it's awesome. Yeah. It's so this is a block that again, it's a mindset block. It's that idea of once you're starting to step into the unknown, you know, again, like I said, the beginning, the idea of 
okay, I want to get certified. This, the mind is a crazy thing. I actually was listening to Tony Robbins, which I'm going to cite later on as well. Yeah. And he was saying how he's like, the brain is not built to make you happy. The brain is built to make you survive. And when we were in olden times, you know, survival meant avoiding the saber tooth tiger, but now survival means, oh my gosh, what do other people think of me? Am I going to feel emotionally hurt? So we start to create these walls and barriers and this anxiety starts, and these insecurities start, and all these things because we're just trying to help make ourselves survive. And as soon as we get out of our, our comfort zone, we, it's unknown, right? So our brain goes into unknown mode. Wait a second, is that safe? So we have to start to understand the difference between, you know, what is just fear coming up and what truly are things that we need to avoid or truly things that are not good for us. So this is where we're going to give you an exercise at the end of how to actually do that. But, um, but yeah, these blocks are just literally, it's coming up because you're seeing the unknown. You're seeing an area that you're like, yes, I want to do this, but what is that going to look like? And again, don't worry because you'll figure the clarity out as you go. Okay. So the last thing is the last mindset block is that it takes a lot of money to start a fitness business. And that you won't make any money back. Yeah. And <laughs> we kind talked of go about hand that. Hand. Yeah. And we talked about that in depth in some of our other um, videos. So check them out at fishacademy.com. We dive really into how you can actually earn 5K a month as a fitness instructor, as well as the top 10 non cookie cutter ways to be able to earn. Um, earn income in fitness and nutrition in addition to teaching classes or personal training. So it's, they're really great. So you can start to see what is possible, but I think the idea of just starting a business, so many people are like, Oh, you know, I'm going to have to go get a loan from a bank or I already have like a mortgage and a line of credit and all these things. I'm going to go need to take out more money. And it's so not the case. No, we actually did a podcast. I did a podcast actually recently too in our, if you go back and it was how to start your fitness business with under a thousand dollars. So if you want to dive into like some actual steps, some real step-by-step guides, um, check that episode out as well. And you might even be hearing a thousand dollars and being like, whoa, but that's a lot of money. But in reality, you can even start a business. You can even start your fitness business for less than that. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to pay, you know, for example, let's say, your insurance monthly. Uh, it's going to cost you about $18 a month. <laughs> you, so in the first month while you're starting to make money, if you want to, if you're going to be a sole proprietor, so that means if you're going to work for yourself as yourself, not becoming a corporation, not becoming all these fancy other things that end up, you know, more accounting and more this and that, which you can move to later on as you build your business, literally, it will cost you pretty much nothing <laughs> except for getting your business license or your uh, getting your business name registration. Yeah. And even that you don't need to even do that to start as a sole proprietor legally. So there's so many things. If you don't have a space, you can rent, rent public space for an hour for anywhere from 15 to $40 an hour. So, and in terms of marketing, you could use a lot of really grassroots marketing. We've got so many things through social media now. And of course, the one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize that when they think it takes so much money to start a business is because they think they need to hire all these people to do everything at first. Of course, right. that's the goal at some point. But like when we built our business, it was sweat equity, like yeah. literally sweat equity, <laughs> literally tons of sweat, <laughs> like teaching classes. I was in the best shape of my life probably then teaching nonstop <laughs> classes 
volunteering at events, showing up at places where we were never getting paid. You know, there's this whole idea of like, I get it that yes, your time is, is money, right? Time is another transactional sense of energy. Mm-hmm. But when you're first starting out, you've got to build that audience. You've got to build that, not even just the audience, you've got to build the connection. People have to see you. People have to feel you, whether that's in person or in the online space. So you're going to have to put in the time. Yeah. But the good news about putting in the time is it doesn't necessarily mean you have to put in tons of money. So you can start a profitable fitness business even within a month if you are, if you are doing it correctly. So... And I mean, for us, that was the one thing from day one, we were, we pretty much were profitable, but we did do it very grassroots at the beginning. Very grassroots for sure. And we, you know, we had a lot of favors from friends and we had a lot of people that were helping us out in ways that we, you know, in areas that we weren't experts. But then we also, like you said, with sweat equity, not only were we teaching everything, but we were also teaching ourselves all the elements of our business. If we didn't know how to do parts of it, we would like take the time to educate ourselves as much as possible. And even back then people, it was not like there was Google and YouTube videos the way it is now. So (laughs) there is so many ways for you to learn how to do anything design there was canva.com things where you can design really cool stuff for free. free. Like those things didn't exist back then. So if we could do it back then, you could do it with all the tools there are now. And again, the problem is, I think for a lot of people is the block because they just, it's the unknown. They don't, they're like, they can't wrap their head because they can't see how it could even be possible. And everyone thinks that a business has to be so expensive or it has to be so glamorous. And guys, when we started our business, our website, Laura's brother built it for us. It was not like a super glamorous website. It was like a WordPress site. And it was like, and it was like, fine. But the thing is, the funniest thing is we built our entire business with that website. It wasn't the fanciest one. We had other competitors in the marketplace that had fancier looking websites and we were still being more profitable than them. And even now you don't even need a website. That's that's (laughs) super cool. And, And this is where, you know, throughout, throughout the fitness and nutrition expert program, we talk about all of this stuff and the way that the world has changed and business changed. You can run a business from a Facebook page. You like, there's so many tools out there that are free that until, and of course, as you grow, you can take that money and reinvest it in. But we're talking about pure startups. So when you're thinking, oh my God, how do I even start? I can't afford this. I don't know how the heck I'm going to get this money. You've got to get that out of your mind because it is possible. Many of our students have done it and literally have gone on to build extremely profitable businesses like Doug Marie, who's the founder of the Green Unicorn, started just, you know, not even thinking she even wanted to teach group fitness. Part of the program, we have practice classes, um, practice hours, and she was teaching fitness classes. She's like, oh my God, I actually love this. Like, yeah. it has gone on to build this like extremely successful business out of New York. So there is so much that is possible. It's just getting over that fear and understanding the steps, how to do it. Okay, so we are going to wrap this up. But as promised, and this is not ours, this is dedicated to Mr. Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> It's the whole idea because we're super passionate about the mindset blocks because we know in life, everything you can learn the skills, you can learn the how to. And if you follow these steps, yes, you will get certified and yes, you will build a business and yes, you can be successful and make money. But if you can't get out of your own way, number one, you're never going to be happy. And number two, you're never going to have that long-term success because you have to go home to you every night. Right. And we want you guys to stop being like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this because of this this panic and these fears coming up. 
So this is something that Tony does, and he talks about the idea of priming. So essentially what priming is, it's about changing your state of mind by changing your physical state. So if you ever seen any of his, his events, it's always like, you know, doing the big arm pump, down. Yeah. Yeah, jumping and like getting your heart rate flowing. In Ayurvedic medicine, I remember when I was in nutrition school, we used to do something that was about building the fire and it was about exhaling and pushing your hands up to the ceiling, which it's insane how much heat you start to create in your body, but also how much more like alive you feel because our, we've got to connect the mind and the body, right? So this idea is you do it in the morning. It takes 10 minutes. What you want to do is you want to start off by either like playing music or very deep breathing. So like I said, even just sitting, if you start doing deep breathing and pumping your hands over your head for a minute, you're going to start to feel awake, energized, or you're going to feel that energy flowing through you. So it's just something to get that, that started. Then you're going to do three minutes of practicing gratitude. So these could be three things you're grateful for right now. They could be from your past. They could be from the future. Um, it's just about, again, getting you into that positive mindset, but trying to close your eyes and visualize it. Um, like see it as vividly as possible as you're grateful for it. So let's say you're grateful for like your latte, Picture your latte as you drink it and how it makes you feel happy. Or if you're thankful for your puppy, like what it feels like when you touch his fur and like when he licks your face, like things that make you feel happy. And I think with gratitude too, just a side note, I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed because they feel like they have to be thankful for like their warm bed every day and that they have a roof over their heads. And that's not the case. It could be the small things. It could be like, I mean, we should be grateful for those things. Of course we should, you know, have an, um, like an, an entire sort of gratitude for those things in our life. Totally. We take them for granted. But I know what you mean in terms of like your daily practice. You don't have to go through the list of like 20 things that you're grateful for every single day. No. And these are the things that make you feel grateful and happy. So for each of us, those are different. And some of them, they're on a bigger scale and some of them, they're just on a small scale in terms of just what's even happening. Like every little thing in your life is a, is a gift and it's a blessing, right? So you need to start to be thankful just even for the little things. And I know for me, cause that was one thing, you know, not everyone, as like you're saying, we should be grateful for like all of the bigger things, but it's just, sometimes it's hard to wrap our heads around that when we're still just worried about you know, our kids and if they're getting bullied at school or things that are happening within our direct lives that we're like, you know, we can't see the bigger picture. So don't stress about it. Just think about what's, what you're thankful for. It doesn't matter about anybody else. Um, so that's part of the, you want to try to picture it as vividly as possible. So that's three minutes. So we've done our breathing, three things I'm grateful for. Then what you're going to do is you're going to just visualize. And this is where this could be spiritual. It could be not. But basically, you just want to visualize the things that you want to create. And you want to just feel it kind of coming over you. So you want to think about like getting rid of all of the problems and then stepping into that positive space. So for example, when I think about our fitness and nutrition expert program or our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program, any of our students in Fitchix Academy, I start to visualize not them signing up for the program, let's say. I visualize them as, you know, doing a module in the program and implementing something from there. It's changed their lives for them being like, oh my gosh, I taught my first practice fitness class and it was amazing. And I feel so pumped about it. You know, like it's, mm -hmm. It's that thinking about the impact of the things that you want to create or going through that experience of actually what it's like to have that happen. 
So three minutes of that. And then you want to share it. So then what you want to do is you want to send that to some, to other people. So it could be, again, sending energy or love to your family members, your friends, the people who you haven't met yet that you're going to help, whatever it can be that you're part of that bigger world. And then you're done. <laughs> so it takes you 10 minutes. And I know it sounds a little bit confusing, but really the most important thing is get that energy flowing because when energy is stuck, our minds too will start to, I shouldn't say get stuck, but our minds and our bodies are so connected. And the quickest way to change your mind is to change your state. And Tony Robbins has been talking about this for years. And like, think about it after you go to the gym, do you feel better? Yeah. Right. You feel mentally better after you've like gone for a walk outside, you feel physically better. So the quickest way to change your mindset is to change your physical state and to practice gratitude. And the more you can start to do that and visualize what is possible in your life, the less these fears are going to come up. These mindset blocks are going to become something of the past and you're going to be able to create the life that you truly want. And that makes you happy. Okay. So with that, we're going to wrap this up. So thank you guys so much for listening today. Of course, if you are interested in getting certified um, as a fitness and nutrition expert, we have our program starting very soon. So you can get more information at fitchacademy.com forward slash FME brochure. And um, again, we'd love to hear from you guys. So what is it that is blocking you? And or are there any ways that you use to get over those blocks that could benefit other people. Cause of course we want to make sure we're sharing information with you guys that helps everybody become fiercer, happier, healthier, and stronger. Okay guys, have an amazing day and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the fit chicks chat podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, join us for the upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert Certification Program. Download the brochure today at www.fitchicksacademy.com forward slash F&E brochure.